Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Going to dive into some questions that are in our Facebook uh, group page, whatever it's called, the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Listeners, if you are not involved in that already, come and jump in. I think there's about six or 700 people in there. Going to start to use it more and more as the year goes on, especially for our fan questions. We're looking into sort of a Patreon sort of thing for additional content if people are interested heading into the new season. And uh, the Facebook page will be involved in that for sure. So I've seen a lot of people that have joined it over the last week or so, uh, so that is considering that I haven't mentioned it in a long time, that's been really good. So if you would like to join in, if you're new to the podcast, uh, go to Facebook, Rugby League Guru Podcast listeners. Uh, I put most of my content on Instagram, as you guys know, but there will be occasional questions and stuff in there that will be linked directly to the podcast. There will be more content over the next day or two as well, answering more questions. But one that stood out to me was from Bradley, who's uh, a very prominent in the Hello Sport community as well. And he said, uh, unsung club heroes. Now, he suggested all time. I've decided to do, well, I'm going to do an unsung hero in the team right now and then an all-time unsung hero. And, you know, you could come up with a list of hundreds uh, for for each team, essentially. So many guys that are sort of forgotten in rugby league history and so many guys that you guys as fans of your club would know heaps better than me. Uh, but these are the guys that first came to mind for me. I'm going to go through the NRL teams. We're going to start at the bottom. So West Tigers fans, you will be up first. Normally you have to wait till the very back end. I like to switch it up like that so you guys get a fair gig. For the West Tigers, I had a standout when I looked at their current team and I think it has to be Alex Twell. I think we all respect what Alex Twell does, but I don't think we talk about enough the meters that he makes and the tackles that he makes and the amount of tackles that 
he doesn't miss as well. Incredibly impressive footballer, Alex Twell. Tough as nails. Hasn't scored a try in his career so far, I think. I think uh, Roasty's uh, keeping a pretty close eye on that situation. So hopefully Twell can score himself a media this year. He definitely does deserve it. As far as unsung heroes for the Tigers, there was a lot of guys I threw up. Timmy Maltzen was always a champion that I really like. I still think Brett Hodgson is very underrated. I'm not sure if you call him an unsung hero. But one that I would say is Toddy Payton, the current North Queensland Cowboys coach. Uh, I of the Dome, I would say he played seven or eight years at the Tigers, was part of their premiership winning side. I actually think he scored the last try in their 2005 grand final. I absolutely love Toddy as a player. As a coach, I'm a little bit skeptical so far, but he's only at the very start of his career. Uh, as a player, though, I used to love Todd Payton, a ball playing uh, front rower, ball playing, you know, 13. He was sensational. Let's move to the New Zealand Warriors. Two standout guys for me. Both came in their forward pack. Tohu Harris, I still think he's unsung hero for what he does. And Jazz Tavega, I think Supercoach fans are probably uh, probably appreciate these two a little bit more than your general NRL fan because they probably see the stats and everything that these two do. But Tohu Harris, Jazz Tavega would have to be right up there for me. As far as all-time Warriors, a uh, few guys you could go through here. Uh, obviously, Ali Lauatiti, I think he's a standout for me straight away. He's probably the, one of the more surprising supremely talented players the Warriors have ever seen, but definitely an unsung hero. I think it's sort of forgotten in the Warriors' history how that all went down by some fans, especially some of the younger fans. Uh, Wade McKinnon, absolute weapon at his time at the Warriors. Played for a few clubs and he did very well, but the Wade McKinnon at the Warriors is something I'll never forget. He was sensational. Michael Witt's another guy I was really liked. He came on the podcast. Nathan Friend, always an unsung hero of just about every single team he played for. Kevin Campion's a big one for me, though. Champion player Kevin Campion, tough as nails. For the Gold Coast Titans, uh, Nathan Friend's another one you could mention from the past. From the current team, I, mate, I think you can pick any of these sort of outside backs in this team. Between, you know, Thompson, Brian Kelly, Philip Sammy, I think they're all sort of really unsung heroes, to be honest with you. I think they play well above their, uh, what people consider to be their skill set, and I think they play well above their pay packet as well, especially Corey Thompson. As far as all-time players, I, th- I still think Greg Bird's a bit of an unsung hero there. Luke Douglas is the one that Bradley suggested. A great shout. Nathan Friend as well has to be right up there. Uh, a number of guys. Matt Peterson, I was really like. Chris Walker in the very early days. A lot of unsung heroes there. Uh, Luke Bailey as well. A lot of guys that we probably don't remember from the Titans' history. Anthony LaFranchi, he was playing for the Kangaroos whilst he was there, but I still think he's a little bit underappreciated. Uh, let's go to the Melbourne Storm right now for me. I think it has to be Kenny Bromwich. So we say it every year, and I still don't think he gets appreciated fairly, to be honest with you. So he's probably the unsung hero here. I don't think people realize how good he is. You could throw his brother Jesse Bromwich in there as well, to be fair. All time for the Melbourne Storm. Stephen Bell's always one that really stands out for me. Obviously went to the Manly Seagulls and was very successful, but started off at the Melbourne Storm was sensational. Marcus Byers, another one I was always very keen on, bit of an unsung hero. Um, Scotty Hill, though, he's probably my favourite. Another guy that's come on the podcast. Uh, I think people forget just how good Scott Hill was. He was fantastic for the Melbourne Storm. Came along at the perfect time for them when they very started. He was a very versatile player that played a number of positions and, uh, you know, provided a lot of success for the Melbourne Storm in their early days too. Let's move to the Cronulla Sharks. The standout for me right now, it has to be Connor Tracy, uh, an absolute weapon down there at Cronulla, whatever position you put him in. I think he's played out of position just about his entire career and he's been one of their better players. So Connor Tracy, without a doubt. Unsung heroes, I think it has to be Gavin Miller. When you consider how good he was and what he achieved, 
Yeah, then you consider how much people actually talk about him. I definitely think he, he's an unsung hero for me. David Peach is another one that people don't talk about enough. Adam Dykes is a really good one. Always love Dykesy. I'd never hear anyone talk about him. Saw him a few weeks ago at the footy. Uh, still involved as young blokes coming through the Cronulla Sharks ranks at the moment. I, I think I mentioned him on Bloke in a Bar the other day. You'll see him over the next few years. So a couple of guys to choose from there. Some some really, really talented guys. I was, I was watching a game the other day and uh, the Cronulla Sharks were playing and Luke Douglas was in that one too. Another unsung hero you could talk about. A few guys from the grand final. Uh, Sasaya Fecky, uh, Jason Bakuya. Uh, there's a couple of guys from the Sharks that you could go for there. They're, they're a club of a lot of unsung heroes. Manly Seagulls, right now, I would go for Sean Kepa. I'd probably go for Lachlan Croker as well. Two guys that don't get spoken about probably as much as they should. Uh, an all-timer, and I would have to agree with Bradley here. I think it's a great suggestion. Michael Monaghan. He might be the toughest footballer we've seen, I reckon. He was incredible, Michael Morgan. I would put him in the argument with Jeff Toovey, with all of these guys that we talk about, pound for pound, toughest guys in rugby league. Love Michael Morgan. Could play hooker, could play halfback, 5'8". He would do anything for you. Fit as a fiddle, best defender on the field, an incredible player, Michael Monaghan. A really good shout by Bradley. I don't hear too many people say his name, so I was stoked to see that one. For the Chooks, I think it has to be Daniel Tupu. I know he's played for the Cam- Grizz. I know he's played Origin. He's one of what, four guys that have won three premierships in this competition. I still feel like he's an unsung hero. He's in the top five or six players every week on the field, essentially, in a tough position. Uh, he used to have errors in him. He's really cleaned his game up. Daniel Tupu, I think he'd have to be the guy for me. He's been so consistent in that team for so long. As far as all-time roosters go, another guy I've actually had on the podcast, Chris Flannery, uh, a real unsung hero, a guy that he could play 5'8 for the Roosters one week. He could play prop the week after. Then he could play fullback. And then the next week, he'd be selected at 5'8 for Queensland. An absolute weapon. Another guy that I always thought was very underappreciated at the Roosters. A real unsung hero. A local junior as well. Ryan Cross used to play centre for the Sydney Roosters. Never a guy that got a look in in the State of Origin arena or anything like that. But always solid for the Chooks, Ryan Cross. Let's have a look at the Canberra Raiders. For me right now, two guys stand out. Charles Nickel Clockstart and Elliot Whitehead. Two standouts there for me. I couldn't leave those two out. I think Adam Elliot might become uh, another guy soon o- over the next few months. But for me right now, has to be those two, especially Elliot Whitehead. He doesn't really have the high attacking upside of other second rows in our game, but he literally doesn't make a mistake. He's never in the wrong spot. He's always running the right line. Defensively, he's always solid. He's passing his timing is sensational so Whitehead he'd be my choice there with Chance probably second as far as all time I still think Bradley Clyde is really underappreciated I don't know if you could call him an unsung hero but I think that the way we talk about Bradley Clyde and the way we should talk about Bradley Clyde there's still a big gap between the two in my opinion another guy I always really liked for the Canberra Raiders was uh, Bronson Harrison he didn't play a heap of seasons there I remember him playing a few there uh, him and Joel Thompson were always two second rowers that I absolutely loved at the Canberra Raiders Alan Tung, he has to get a feature here as well. Clinton Chavosky, they've had a few guys down there in Canberra that we probably don't talk about as much as we should. Luke DeVico as well, champion player. Really enjoyed watching him play in his footy. So plenty of options there coming out of the Canberra Raiders. 
Let's move to the Rabbitohs. For me right now, I'd have to go with Campbell Graham. Um, I think he's one of the more talented players in this squad. I think he's one of the more talented players in this competition, to be perfectly honest with you. But I don't think we've quite seen the full potential of Campbell Graham. And I still think South Sydney fans uh, take him for granted a little bit, to, to be honest with you. I think he's of the caliber of a state of origin player. I said that two years ago. I sort of got laughed at, a bit of pushback. But Freddie picked him the next year in his origin squad. So I don't think a debut is all that far away for Campbell Graham. As far as all-time South Sydney players. Guy I always really used to like watching play was uh, Ned Caddick when he came to the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Just tough, compromising, just get a job done. No one would ever talk about him. Similar to Paul Stringer, another guy that not many people would talk about. Uh, but uh, probably the standout is Nathan Merritt. He scored a heap of tries and everything, but only had the one origin game from memory. Missed out on the 2014 Grand Final. So for me, he'll always be a bit of an unsung hero. A couple of guys that were in that uh, 2014 team, maybe like a Ben Tettle, a uh, guy that we probably don't talk about enough. There was the centre, Avarau, who was sensational that year. So a lot of guys to choose from in that South Sydney side. Even you guys like Ben Lowe and stuff. Uh, plenty of options at South Sydney. Let's move to the Penrith Panthers. Right now, I would probably go Moses Leota. I think you got all these other superstars in this side. He's the unsung hero. You get, you know what you're getting every single week. You're probably not going to get a 9 out of 10, but you're not going to get a 6 out of 10. You're going to get a 7 or an 8 every single week. The other guy I'd throw up here is probably Dylan Edwards. Uh, but I think people are more and more appreciating Dylan Edwards. Leota sort of gets left out in the cold a little bit because because of how good this forward pack is. But it, those two would be my picks from the Penrith Panthers. All-timers, um, Luke Walsh. I always thought he was sensational for the Panthers. Obviously left the Newcastle system, went down to Penrith. There was that year where they finished second. I want to say 2011 maybe when uh, Petro was down there. And Luke Walsh was sensational. But probably my all-time uh, from the Penrith Panthers is probably their hooker and their Clive Churchill medalist in 2003, Luke Prittis. Uh, I still think it's the best individual performance by a player in a grand final ever. It was sensational. I would still have it above what Nathan Cleary did this year, even though that was so impressive. You go back and watch that game and keep an eye on Luke Prittis and consider it's pissing rain uh, when they weren't the favourites against the Red Hot Sydney Roosters. An incredible performance that night. So he gets the nod there for me. Let's move to the Parramatta Eels. Right now, for me, it has to be Nathan Brown. Um, I think he's coming through in the golden era of lock forwards. I don't think he's in the top five, but I would have him six, seven, eight around that mark. You always know what you're going to get with Brownie. He's a dog. He fights for every bone. He fights for every meter, and I love that about him. With a bit of subtle ball playing, which I think people undervalue a little bit. As far as all-time Eels, Brad Drew, he was the hooker in 2001. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. An incredible season from him that season. A couple of other guys, you know, your Jason Taylors, Brett Hodgson's, Andrew Ryan's, these sort of guys, Luke Burt, a heap of guys in the history of the Parramatta Eels. Another one that, you know, only about 10 years ago or so now, I guess, Ben Smith, sort of second row centre, just consistent as all hell, so good. Philly Philly Moy Moy, I would throw his name in the in the ring as well for being an unsung hero. Let's move to the Dragons. Right now, for me, it has to be Tariq Sims and Blake Laurie. Probably more so Blake Laurie. Tariq Sims, obviously, 
plays Origin, gets a bit of headlines. Blake Laurie, he just puts in every single week, and no one really talks about him outside of the weekly rubdown who love him. So Blake Laurie, he'd probably be my pick from the Dragons. As far as all-timers, uh, really hard. I, I sort of look, looked at Bo Scott. I looked at their grand final team and guys that run Sung Heroes, and there was one that stood out to me, probably Nathan Fien. I thought that during that time they won the premiership, he was sensational. He was never really their starting line. He was always their 14, but good God, he had a lot of impact on games when he came in. I would also argue Ben Hornby. Uh, another guy that, yes, he's a premiership winning captain, halfback, New South Wales, everything, but I just don't hear his name thrown around all that much, to be honest with you. So those would be the sort of guys I'd be looking at there. I still think that when Wesner Guama started, there was a bit of an unsung hero as well uh, that probably not enough, not enough people talk about. North Queensland Cowboys, for me right now, I think Tua Luggy out on the wing. I think he's sensational. Bit of an unsung hero for the Cowboys, especially coming out of their own hand. Along with Robson, uh, their hooker, I think that they've sort of struggled the last few years, but he's been really consistent. I, I think he's got a lot a lot more to show as, as far as uh, his career as it progresses. I really like Robson. I think he's been really good for the Cowboys over the last few years. All-timers for the Cowboys. There's a heap you could go to here. Aaron Payne's a standout straight away hooker for so long. I think he just missed their premiership in 2015. Paul Rahihi, he came from the Canterbury Bulldogs after their salary cap drama and was, you know, one of the key pieces in their run to the grand final in 2005. Ty Williams, I mean, we talk about Matty Bowen and stuff and these electric players. They don't come much more electric than Ty Williams. I think he's sort of forgotten in rugby league history a little bit. Champion player, so good to watch Ty Williams, just so entertaining. It was also, I think people forget that 2004, they, um, they actually lost in the prelim final. And, you know, some of the stars from that team, Brett Furman, I thought he was great whilst he was up there. His career probably never hit the heights that we all expected, but he was really good for a period of time. Glenn Morrison playing lock there. He was sensational as well. So plenty to pick from the North Queensland Cowboys up there. I'd throw Matty Singh in there too, just quietly. Canterbury Bulldogs right now, I think it has to be Jeremy Marshall King. Uh, you could throw Josh Jackson in there, but I think we all understand the sort of player Josh Jackson is and respect him a lot. Jeremy Marshall King, I just think he's improved every single week since his debut. He's not a high top quality hooker. He's very mid-range, but he does a job in that side every week, Jeremy Marshall King. As far as my all-time Bulldogs, uh, Jim Dimmick. He's one of my favorite players of all time, and I very rarely hear people talk about him. So Jim Dimmick, he'd be right up there with for me. Other guys like Rennie Matua, um, I'm having a complete blank here. They're locked forward in the 04 grand final. I can see his face, but I cannot work out his name. I'm stalling here. He's been on their coaching staff the last few months. I'm sure Bulldogs fans, you would be screaming his name into your phone right now. I am shooting a blank. I'm just typing it up. I don't want to forget it. They're locked forward. I can see him. He's done some work there over the last few years. Tony Grimaldi. How could I forget Tony Grimaldi? Another one that I've always really liked, even though I couldn't remember his name. Ben Harris. He, he, he was a center in that team that won a comp that I think people forget as well. Corey Hughes. Another one. So a few to get through at Canterbury there. But Luke Patton, really hard to go past as well. They're fullback for a long period of time without playing any rep football, essentially. Brisbane Broncos, our last side. For me right now, I'd have to probably go Kobe Hetherington. Uh, came in and played lock last year. I think Broncos fans probably appreciate him a little bit more than the average NRL fan, but a guy that I really like. Herbie Farmworth is the one out in the backs so with a couple of guys like Selwyn, uh, like Katoni Staggs. I think we forget just how good Herbie is. He's a very talented young footballer. As far as all time, guys, uh, a lot to choose from here. A lot of unsung heroes. Uh, you've obviously got... You know, a guy like Sean Berrigan, who won a Clive Churchill medal, 
I always love Berrigan and the amount of different positions he could play. I think Brad Thorne, because he went from rugby union to rugby league a few times, people forget just how good he was as well. Um, So many guys to pick from at the Brisbane Broncos over such a long period of time. It was just the reality of their situation, though, that so many of their guys ended up playing for the Kangaroos because they were in such a stacked team. So it can be hard to find a guy who's probably a little bit underrated, underappreciated, a bit of an unsung hero, Brisbane Broncos. I was, I, was, I always thought Michael Devere was really solid for them as well. Could argue Carmichael Hunt, I guess, because he sort of he, he left and stuff, but he was already playing for the Kangaroos and stuff, so pretty tough to put him in there. I will say one unsung hero for the Brisbane Broncos. If you cast your mind back, and this will be a little test for you guys to see how well you know your rugby league. When you think back to the 2006 Grand Final, uh, you obviously had Sean Berrigan. He was playing nine. You had Darren Lockyer at six. Tunza was in the team. You had um, you know a heap of absolute stars in this side. Can you remember who the halfback was? This might be the biggest unsung hero of all time, just quietly. Came into this side. I mean, I didn't know him at the start of that season. I barely knew him at the end of the season, to be perfectly honest with you. Shane Perry there, premiership winning halfback. The Last halfback to win a premiership for the Brisbane Broncos, Shane Perry. Pretty wild times there. I think he played for one or two other clubs as well. Yeah, Western Suburbs, Canterbury, and the Brisbane Broncos. He played 43 games for the Broncos. He went over to uh, France to play for the Catalans. Finished his career with eight games for the Western Suburbs Magpies, six games for the Bulldogs, 43 games for the Brisbane Broncos, and a premiership winning halfback in 2006. A pretty wild narrative there out of the Brisbane Broncos. Bradley, mate, I know you'll be listening. Thank you for sending in your question. Really do appreciate it, mate. We'll be going through more of these questions on the Rugby League Guru podcast listeners page on Facebook. Once again, if you haven't joined it, make sure you come over and you join the conversation. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.